It's the Dort Podcast Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast Ryan Davis. It's the Dort Podcast Hashtag It's the Hashtag Dort Podcast Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined as always by Davey Eyeballs. He is Rick Rude Von Dick, dude. All hail the king of ginger ale. It's Ryan. Davey, Davey, how are you? I tell you, I feel great now. I'm sounding great. I think we've pinpointed the issue now. I just don't have, can't use a mixer anymore, right? You sound like a million bucks. Yeah, so... And I, I'm coming off yeah. a, a hot vacation at Jellystone Campground. How was that? Oh, fucking great. Fucking awesome. Sounds great. great. Yep. Yeah, it was a wild weekend uh, for the dorks, and normally we do San Diego Comic-Con as a standalone episode. We've done that for many a year. This was sort of a weirder con. You know, a lot of the actors didn't go, and like it was just because of the strike and all this other stuff, and usually there's like 30 trailers to talk about. I feel like there's like five. Like, there's really was not a great con this year no and again i mean i am in full support of both the writers and the actors i mm. mean some of the shit that's been coming out about like what they're striking about is harrowing yeah the ai the thing, thing is nuts they, oh that's crazy like yeah. the fact that they have people who are extras who they can pay one time and then never have to pay them again <laughs> that's they, but they quote. keep using their yeah. it's too, yeah it's crazy yeah it's wild. Yeah, that's, Can you hear me okay? that's not good. Yeah, you went, you dipped a little bit there, but I got dipped you. A little bit. I don't know what happened. I got you. I got you, big dog. Okay. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, that shit's wild to me. We got a uh, new trailer for The Marvels, which comes out in November with uh, sure. Captain Marvel, Ms. Marvel, uh, the whole crew. Other Captain Marvel. Other Captain Marvel. It's a whole, it's, it's going to be a body switch kind of, <laughs> kind of deal. I'm, I'm, ready for it i'm fine i think it'll be pretty good one thing i'm really excited about though is season two of invincible this was the robert kirkman comic book turned uh show that ran on prime mm -hmm. i think we did a standalone on season one it's it's awesome uh this doesn't come out till november 3rd however there is a one hour adam eve special currently streaming i haven't watched it yet but i'm looking forward to that's awesome um i haven't watched that yet either i also i think omni man is going to be the last character added to Mortal Kombat 11. It's like a downloadable character. And it's going to be voiced by J.K. Simmons. Damn. So they're actually getting his voice in the Dude. I just, I can't imagine like the fatality, like what the fatality is going to be like there. Yeah. You know? You're dipping. You're dipping on us. You're going something, real low. You know, it's something with my, like, see this thing right here? Yeah. What it's like, that? it's randomly. I think if I peek, like if I, if oh. I go left, it'll dip. So I got to, I got to be careful when I raise my Yeah, voice. that's what it is. So you can't get too, too excited. Can't get right. too animated. That's right. Uh, yeah, Omni Man and Homelander and Peacemaker. It's what Mortal Kombat One looks like. It's uh, bananas. By the way, this is uh, this week in Dork. <laughs> this week in Dork. Yeah, but really, it has was, been the whole time. Has wait, been the whole time. That's all it is. That's all it ever is. That was our Shyamalan twist. It's been the, uh -huh. this week in Dork the whole time. You guys were listening. You're like, did they play the sounder? It's like, no, we didn't play the sounder, but we didn't have to. Didn't have we could, and then we did. I feel like it was the Marvels. It was uh, Invincible. It was uh, Daryl Dixon, another spinoff for The Walking Dead. He somehow uh, he somehow gets washed ashore in like France, Paris. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, in Gay Paris. Yeah, okay, guess. if you're, I guess the safest place for you though, if you're in a zombie apocalypse, would be a boat, right? Yeah, I mean, how long can you be on the boat? Right. You need... I was I was talking to somebody recently and they're like, what would you do in like in a zombie apocalypse? And they're like, oh, I would just go on like a super yacht that's like moored out. Yeah. So the zombies just can't get to you. I'd probably just kick ass. 
I, that's what I said. I, I mean, I'm thinking about weapons. He's like, no, no, yeah. I would find like a super yacht that's like abandoned and just kind of like hang out on the boat, like anchor the boat, like yeah, 500 yards off coast. And no, I do like the idea of having your back to the uh, the ocean. If you have a yeah. yacht, great. If you don't, at least you know they're not coming from that way, so you're somewhat guarded. Right. Uh, but I mean, your bow and arrow, my sword, a couple of things that you don't need to make bullets for. That's good. Yeah, gotta have that. Ammo. Uh, this was also very famously the Barbie versus Oppenheimer weekend. Both movies are crushing it, both uh, on Roddy T's, both in the 90s on critic and audience scores. Uh, both are going to make a ton of money. Barbie's going to make a ton more money, but they're both going to make a ton. Uh, my wife saw Barbie and loved it. She fucking loved the movie. So, did she, Who did she go with? Uh, a couple of her, did she go? Her girlfriends. Okay. Um, my daughters are obviously interested in the movie, but I don't think it's for them. I think it's a kind of a Zootopia vibe. Oh, I would, like, I would. It's PG thirteen, but I would say right. it's probably skews. I could. I didn't ask her specifically about that, but uh, she, yeah, she just came home and said she she loved it and she thought that I would love it, and so I'll definitely see it at some point. But uh, yeah, Bar I want to see them both, but I don't know. This is, I just didn't have time this weekend. Didn't did not uh, get to the theater. And I think you know, for all the hubbub of them releasing on the same weekend, I think it actually did favors for both of them. Wouldn't you agree? I agree. Yeah, because it was so. It was. They were talked about together so much. And normally you don't have the two big movies that are put out at the same time. And they were like, this is what it is. And every people were, you know, there were all the memes and stuff about going to see both shows and like whatever else. So, yeah, they both did pretty well. They're going to bump Mission Impossible off the top spot like right away, which is right away. Pretty crazy. Right to jail. Yep. But, yeah, I definitely want to see uh, see both. Looking forward to that. All right, that's kind of it. All right, what else you got? Uh, let's do a real quick video game minute because the topic du jour is lengthy. So what do you have? So I think, I mean, the only thing I have, again, coming out of Comic-Con, we had a story trailer for Mortal Kombat 1 where we saw some different characters yeah, in some yeah. different situations, which is actually pretty cool. Yeah. Um, to get kind of like a story that's um, predates the very first Mortal Kombat. That's why they're calling it Mortal Kombat 1. Yeah. Is because it's like a prequel. Yeah. So it looks pretty cool. Some of the characters look pretty awesome. Um. It was nice to see Baraka, my guy, again. I'm excited for this game. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm wondering how many of like if Goro is going to be a playable character because remember he never was. Yeah, I'm interested to see if Goro can come in and um, yeah, it's club dudes. And they kind of have like a Tekken tag thing going on. Mm. Oh, you can pick like a like a little partner there, All which right. is nice. Okay. Um, and the other one was the uh, the Spider-Man story trailer, which you get your first real look at like Miles and Peter and yeah. Mary Jane and all those things, and you actually hear um. The Venom voice. Yeah. From, was it Tony? Todd. It's Candyman. Tony Todd. Tony Todd. Yeah, yeah so it, it sounded actually really cool. And the, I mean, the story looks awesome. Obviously, you know, we know from playing the first game that Harry is basically teed up to be Venom to yeah. start. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would like to see Eddie Brock at some point. I would, I would too, yeah. Um, but the whole underlying thing with Craven too is actually pretty awesome. So I, this, is, this is my most anticipated game of 2024. Three. Three. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's coming out in the yeah. fall. Hell yeah. It's coming in the fall. So yeah. that's crazy to me. And again, this is a bit of a lull in the video game thing right now, but yeah. it's going to pick up quickly. Yeah. I'm all in on that one. That's going to get me to really play my PS5 more. I kind of, I, I played a lot early and then I've kind of faded from it. So I'm definitely going to go back big time with the old Spider-Man. Did you see the special edition PS5 for Spider-Man 2? Yeah. 
Looks yeah. pretty sweet. It does. The controller and everything, too. You see that? Sure does. Yeah, nice. Nice piece. Real nice mm-hmm. piece. Speaking of nice pieces, we're going to forego the should I have bought this this week, but uh, feel free to keep sending those bad boys in. Dorkpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, we'll tell you whether or not you should have bought your item. $25 minimum. And tell us a little story and send a picture. So, right. That's what. That's the stuff right there. Let's get to this. Y'all ready for biz? Topic du jour time, Ryan. Yes, chef. Well, I'm glad you asked because it's the topic of the day. And today, it is the top 50 TV shows of all time as voted on by the hashtag dork shared extended Gooniverse. Extended, I like how you added that, the extended Gooniverse. This is the extended Gooniverse. So what we did, uh, rather than just having me and Davey vote and just have the 50 shows be R2, which based if you've listened to the podcast for five years, you could probably just figure out what those would be. <laughs> You'd just be like, yes. hey, here's the shows they reference the most. Here's the 50 show. Uh, then we were like, all right, for 25 through one, we're going to have Mac and Goo on. But we wanted more than just the four of us voting. So then we opened it up like we did with the uh, horror movies and the comic book movies. So that means Jason Rossi, Billy D from Pop Culture Piledriver Podcast, uh, Nick Fryer, Dr. Joe from TLDR comic book club uh friar's other co-host on change my mind wes uh all those guys shime who's been one third of them thrones boys so shime got a vote fitzy got a vote very uh very frequent uh collaborator on the rich keith show uh let's see my wife got a vote because she heard me talking about it nonstop, and she's like i'm gonna fucking i'm writing one i'm like okay uh her sister my sister-in-law nicole who's been on the podcast several times doing a lot of true crime stuff and then our high school buddies, Shark, Bessie, and Woody, who have all been on different... They did a Succession episode. They did The Last Dance. They've they've all been... Everybody that's uh, dominant has been on our podcast, I believe. So, um, And for those of you who are asking why my wife wasn't involved, I did make her aware of it and said that, hey, you got to get your list done yeah. in the next two days. This was this weekend. We were out with her like, childhood friends. <laughs> yeah. And... For all intents and purposes, she may have been overserved. Fair enough. Throughout the weekend, <laughs> and did not was not able to make her list. Understandable. Yes. I will and not when she listens to this tomorrow, she will learn that I am saying this right now. She is in rough shape on the couch right now, <laughs> with with the Irish flu. If you know what yeah, I mean. I do. I yeah. know exactly what you mean, Ryan. And thus, mm-hmm. that is uh, sixteen voters. And what we did was each voter got did did their own top fifty. Whatever was their number one vote. Got 50 points. Number two got 49 points all the way down the line. I then added them all up together, and boom, we got this. So I believe there was 308 different shows that got votes. And uh, here is the uh, the top 50. By the way, the criteria, because everybody would always have a follow-up, what's the top TV show? Do you mean this? Yep. Do, I, do you mean that? Yep. So... Uh, scripted shows clearly, but, uh, reality shows, talk shows, game shows, whatever is a fucking TV show yep. counts and therefore you can vote for it any way you want. Make sense? Makes any sense. Other, any other questions, comments, concerns? No, none from me. All right. Thank so you. let's rip it. This is 50 through 26 as voted on by the extended Gooniverse. Let's start with number 50, which was a show that ran for only one season 18 total episodes back in 1999, 2000 on NBC. It's a little show called Freaks and Geeks. To me, this might be in the top five single season television shows I've ever seen. 
Like I, I know it's it's 19 episodes or 18 episodes and they're all like 45 minutes to an hour long. Um, but this is a who's who of like young Hollywood at the time produced by Judd Apatow, written by Judd Apatow. Um, and every person within this show is somebody now. Oh my it's God. Yeah. yeah, no, it's nuts. It's, and going back and watching it because it was over 20 years. It's like 24 years ago this show yeah. came out. And so whether it's Seth Rogen or James Franco, who I guess isn't, He's done. He had but his moment. Yeah. Linda Cardellini and uh, Busy Phillips. You got Jason Siegel in there. And then you have like, isn't Shia LaBeouf have like a really small role? Shia LaBeouf's in, like... in it. Um, Rashida Jones is in it for an yep. episode. Uh, John Francis Daly, who plays Sam Weir, is right. now a director and writer. And um, if you don't recognize him, by the way, he oddly in waiting. Speaking of, he reminds me of Brian Sharkey, and I don't know why. <laughs> like in the movie Waiting, yeah. like. A little bit. Just his reaction to things. Like yeah. it reminds me of Shark so much when Shark had hair. Yeah. Um, I don't have any hair anymore. I'm not making fun of him. I'm just you're just you're just making an observation saying. is what yeah. you're doing. Um, but yeah, I mean, and uh Sam Levine and Martin Starr yeah. are in this as yeah. well. Like it's crazy. Um this also believe... to be, I don't know if it's a top five season for me, but it, it it's clearly on the top five of how the fuck did it only get one season? Or right. like what this had no business being canceled. And uh, mm -hmm. it was, but I mean, you can go back. I was streaming on something. I forget which what it is. Hulu right now, I think. Is it on Hulu now? But mm -hmm. uh, one of the old shows, I forget if it was like IFC or one of those shows, used to just air reruns all the time, and I just catch myself watching like three episodes at a time. But You're yeah, really it's good. great. Yeah, definitely great. Yeah. All right, there you go. Number number fifty. So hot start here with number fifty. Hot start. What do you all got? Right, so number forty nine. We're coming to another FXX original. Um, one of our favorites of the year, Dave. Coming yes. in at number 49, which I believe, I want to say it's low, but it's like, it's not. Like in the top 50 of all time, I think it's it's it, it's enough to crack it. It's been good enough for three seasons to crack the top 50. I th Hopefully with two more seasons under its belt, it'll get a little bit higher. Yeah, I this think. is where uh, I think it's difficult, and I'm sure everybody handled it voting-wise differently, where shows that are done versus shows that aren't done because there are some shows that are amazing and then they kind of fumble the ending and then like that's what you remember and right. so you're like well dave hasn't had that opportunity yet and i don't think season four is gonna stink or season five or whatever but i don't know there's a chance and i had a hard time wrestling with certain shows that maybe ran for three seasons and one season was like a six out of six mm -hmm. one season was like a three and then another season was like a four and a half, five. It's like, do you try to ignore the shit and only reward the really, really good one? Or like, do you combine the two? Like it was tough. <laughs> and with Dave, Dave's got like sort of the recency bias, but also maybe not every single person on our panel is watching the show too. Like that. Cause it's, you know, it is somewhat new and it, you know, it's on Hulu. So I Can like it. Like, leave it off. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I, I'm yeah. sure people left it, left it off. Oh yeah. No doubt. Uh, I what I felt like was the list was pretty much like ten move ten shows that everybody had, and then each person had their own like ten that you're like that's not gonna get fucking votes from anybody else, and then there was like the middle ground where it's just like ranked all differently. Yeah, and it, it, it's interesting. I would be interested to hear everyone's process too, because mm -hmm. mine was like it's not how I typically would have done it. Yeah, but I started with like my top ten. And then when like this feels like thirty, like this, you know, I find a show and be like, this feels like thirty, and then build off, work of that. around it. Yeah, yeah. I had, I probably wrote down like sixty-five shows 
that I all thought deserved to be on there, like just off the top of my head. And then yeah. I just constantly was like re-ranking them. And like one show started out at like 30 and then it might have been like not even ranked. Because I think we did, like when we did the Dork Hall of Fame, like mm. my 10 best shows, like that came to mind. So like I think I've always had sort of my 10 best shows. And then like from there, like trying to work in some of the new ones, like you know, how many shows that have, have we done on this podcast? I got six out of six stones. I'm like, well, those got to be included, but I didn't want to only do shows that came out in the last 10 years. Like, so it was, that was tricky. But as for Dave, amazing first season, I would say solid second season, then an even better third season. And yeah, we've talked about Dave a lot on the podcast, but uh, definitely really good. All right. Coming in at number 48 is an HBO show. There's going to be a lot of HBO shows on here. It ran for five seasons back from 2010 to 2014 for a total of 56 episodes. And I'm talking about Boardwalk Empire. This is an interesting one to me because you just said, I mean, this is one that was like first season, first two seasons were awesome. Yep. Third season to fifth season. I was like, I don't remember anything from the fifth season, but I remember really liking the show. And I love Steve Buscemi as kind of a villain. Yeah. Cause he usually plays like the, like the weird guy or right. like the dorky friend, but this to have him as like a main villain was yeah. actually really cool. I love the shows that are like the historical fiction shows. So you're like Nucky Thompson who might be based on characters, but he's not a real character. But then you also have Al Capone and Lucky Luciano and Mayor Lansky. Like you have like right. the real guys at the real time. And even when they like, they'll flash things like on like the newspaper or like whatever, or, or like you'll hear it. And it's right. Like they have all like the right dates of like major events happening in and around like Atlantic city or when they would go to New York or Chicago. So I'm with you. I love Buscemi. The character, uh, Richard Harrow, the guy with the yes. one eye that, uh, that's who we named our dog after. That's Harrow. Jack it's, Houston. And Jack it, Houston's son. Great. Yeah. Dude. Like, and like, there's so many good characters. Uh, uh, Michael K. Williams, who played uh, Omar, plays uh, Chalky White in this. Yep. Uh, just a lot of really, really good actors. Uh, Kelly McDonald is so good in this, I think. But, yeah, it's cool. And it's, I feel like it's kind of an underrated, forgotten show. Uh, my wife voted for this really high, so that helped That helped crack this thing in there. But I had it in my top 50. A couple of other people had it in their top 50. Uh, and that's how I was able to grab into uh, the number 48 spot, Boardwalk Empire. All right, nice. We're going to move on to number 47, which is another HBO show, which ran from 2012 to 2019 for seven seasons, 65 episodes. Veep. How about Veep? Veep, a show, admittedly, I have never seen an episode of. But Is that right? That's right. But I am aware Julia Louis-Dreyfus is killing it. Uh, My Girl's on their show, killing it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Buster Bluth is on there, too, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I lied. I've seen parts of episodes i haven't seen like a full episode and what i've seen is fun and even like memes and stuff that have come out from the show and i know i'm not speaking intelligently about the show but it is solid it looks solid to me won a bunch of emmys right yeah it's won a ton of awards it was like really 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 well done it is hilarious like it's it's pretty much laugh out loud funny um with that said, I don't think I saw the last season. Like it was one of those things that like it came back and like that's a ton of episodes, but I definitely have seen most of them. And uh Julie Louis Drive is like after Seinfeld, like she'll never be in a show better than Seinfeld. Like it's just not gonna happen. Right. But like this show's pretty amazing. Where you're like, there's clearly no like Seinfeld curse with her, right? Like George Costanza Kramer, those guys are don't really aren't in a, a ton of things. Yeah. 
Kramer uh, kind of did it to himself. Kramer did it a bit to himself. Yeah, Kramer didn't didn't help himself, but yeah, no, this one's definitely worth a watch. And for anybody that hasn't seen it, I you could just jump right in and rip it. Uh, see, Julie Louis Dreyfus playing like kind of like a like a dirty kind of humor, like in the all the political jokes and all that shit in there too. But yeah, it's good. It's good. Not my not my favorite show. Uh, I get, I forget. I got to look at my list. I either had it like at the very bottom or just missed on my list, but uh, enough people really, really liked it. All right. Coming in at number 46. This is one of the older programs. Uh, this ran from 1985 to 1992 on NBC seven seasons and get ready for this 180 episodes. We're talking about the golden girls. See, to me, this is one of those shows that I remember watching as a kid and don't know why I enjoyed it, but I did. And having watched it recently, like it's okay. I don't think I would put it in my top fifty, but it's, the nostalgia thing yeah. is definitely there. I think it's uh, it's smart, it's funny, and I think all four characters are like iconic characters. I watched the shit out of the show. Me and my sister watched the show after school probably every day for I don't know how many years. And uh, you think about like how good. Well, actually, all four of them. Like, I think, and everybody has their own favorite. They're like the fucking Ninja Turtles, is what they are. Like, everybody's right. got their own favorite. They all play uh, a different kind of character. There's the great shirts that say you want to be a, a Dorothy in the streets and a and a Blanche in the sheets. And you're like, you damn right, you do. Uh, I don't know. Sure I mean, do. Betty White, national treasure. Yes. What more can you say Just about Betty White? All of. I mean, all of them were. They all were. B. Arthur. B. Arthur's had a resurgence thanks to Ryan Reynolds in the Deadpool movies. <laughs> yes. I don't true. know why I don't know why he landed on B. Arthur, but he did. What was um, the B. Ar- what was the the poor B. Arthur joke that they ran like at all of the uh, roasts? Remember that I one? Forget. Yeah, no, it's it's, a, it's it's probably an off putting joke, so I won't say it. But <laughs> but she was like in on it too. It's like she just would like no yeah. sell it. And it was really funny. But anyway, um, there you go. Let's talk about number forty five coming in here at ninety ninety to ninety one. Wait. It says 90 to 90. Oh, that's why. Okay. So it did did two seasons on and then did one season on uh, Showtime, which is Twin Peaks. Yeah, it had a revival. It had a revival, which I don't know why they did that. Um, I think everything show, was coming back. They were bringing back every show and movie. So I think they were like, fuck it. Let's do it. I remember walking in and watching my parents watching this show. And Jesus, is it weird? Is this David Lynch? Like yeah. The TV show? Yes. Yeah, David oh, Lynch. Yeah. He of Eraserhead and all sorts of Ball weird Ball Drive. So, yeah, so this is his kind of like murder mystery like TV show. Yeah. Um, and I remember it's Kyle McLaughlin and I yep. forget who else, but it was uh yeah, I, I just remember watching this show with my parents and being like, I'm just gonna go to bed. <laughs> it's weird. It's super yeah. weird. I didn't even finish it. Uh I watched a bunch of the first season a while ago, but it's a show that I think I should go back and like give myself the time to watch because you there's a lot of stuff. You, this is definitely a show you need to pay attention to. You know, you can't be just like yeah. on your phone. It's definitely like unsettling and weird. Like most of the, the Lynch things are. Um, but yeah, this one. Uh, so my sister-in-law, Nicole had this number one and that coupled with a few other people having it in their like bottom half of the top 50 that got it enough points because again, just 50 points alone. Like there are not to spoil too much here, but there are certain people who voted that their number one show didn't even make it. So it's not like 50 points was good enough to make it. So Nicole loves twin peaks, but a few other people had it on their list. Also. What, what I'm interested in too, is like this, this show, 
I believe kind of like set the standard for like kind of weird psychological murder mysteries. So a lot, I know yep. there's a lot of games, there's a lot of movies and television shows that come from this that take kind of bits and pieces from Twin Peaks. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta watch it. And then the uh, Betty's. So in Riverdale, the TV show Riverdale, oh Jesus, which spoiler did not make our list, sadly. But Betty's mom is like the, a younger girl in Twin Peaks. And like Riverdale does a lot of like weird shit. You know, like Riverdale tries to be like horror and like all that sci fi and like all yeah. that kind of weirdo stuff. But it was a good. What do we get to, we're, on, we're on to time travel now in Riverdale, I've heard, right? Good callback. No, I think they finally pulled the plug on Riverdale. But yeah, I think they probably did do. Try, oh, yeah, they probably did do. Yeah, I said they were like back in the 50s. The last time yeah, I yeah, peeked yeah. in and I watched that show, they was like making a homemade rocket. Sure. Yeah, it's almost trying to fly it. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck is yeah. this? They're doing the best they can. Yeah. <laughs> All right, coming in at number 44 on our list. This is uh, another show that is uh, going on right now. In fact, it came out this year on HBO. Uh, nine episodes, but it's already been picked up for a season two, and that is The Last of Us. Which, again, if you haven't played the games, I urge if you liked this season. So they're what they've said is they're splitting the second game into two seasons, which is smart because there's a lot of shit that goes on in the yeah. second game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you are in for a ride if, if they stick to the game as much as they did. So I liked this, that they Druckmann and, and HBO decided to go in different directions at certain times. And it makes sense for the show because you can't like a lot of the game, a lot of the games going from like point to point and like fighting monsters. You can't do that in the TV <laughs> yeah, show. Right, so right, the right. departure and the pacing of it is like, a little bit different and if they but if they stick to the story of episode two yeah or part two holy shit are you guys in for a treat yeah and i'll be curious how uh the casting they haven't announced the casting yet right they've announced so i'm um, without giving a spoiler there was a there was a character that you saw in season one but they didn't name yeah that character is going to come back yep they have cast abby, abby. Oh, okay so that's going to um, be the key to the whole thing for me. And whoever that actress is, I forget her name better hit the gym is all I'm, yep. all I'm saying. Because man, I just, that second game just messed with my head so bad. And then you ended up loving Abby. And uh, so anyway, not to give too, too much away on that, but yeah. that's going to be really important because they did a great job casting Joel and Ellie. And so they need to make sure that they uh, they crush that. But this was also a tricky one because it was like, all right, it's one season in. I really enjoyed the one season. This did make my list. This was on this was on my top this 50. This was on my list as well. Yep. But uh, I assume it's going to keep being good, but I don't know. That's what people probably said about every show that they liked until it ended right. shitty. So anyway, that's at number 44. So at number 43, and I guess this one would be, again, single season shows. This might be, to me, the greatest single season show I've, ever seen and that is hbo's 2019 watchmen Ooh. which ran for one season nine episodes this and is i so know cool. it's so good and i know that alan moore is not a person <laughs> who would who appreciates his works being adapted but i gotta believe that if he gave it a chance that this would be like a successor to it's a it's a viable successor to the actual watchmen text um, yeah. And I thought this was so well done, so poignant, so well written, so well acted. Um, and I, they've left it kind of left us hanging. They don't know if there's going to be a second season to this, right? I don't think there is. I'm pretty sure there's not going to be one. But I would, man, I would, they, you could do it. You could definitely do it. 
this is another uh, Damon Lindelof was a part of this. This guy, that guy, is an absolute filmography under his belt. But yeah, interesting that the way the voting fell: uh, forty-four The Last of Us and forty-three Watchmen. So it's HBO shows, one based off a video game, one based off a comic book. And when they first announced that Watchmen was going to be made into an HBO show, you're like, are they just going to do like the book and like what the movie tried to do? And actually, I don't mind the movie. I know the movie; it's it's just such a difficult book to like make into anything else but the way they did this combining like old characters and brand new characters and man was it fascinating and so like on the one hand it helped to have read the book but you probably didn't even really need to like you could you could just jump into this series and like it and yeah that was just so good that that was one of those shows that you looked forward to every sunday just like could couldn't wait to the end of the week for Watchmen. and who was it that played um I mean, uh, I can't think of her name. I'm I'm blanking right now. Hacks. Um, oh, Jean Smart. Jean Smart yeah. in this as, was it Sally Jupiter? She was Lori Blake. Lori Blake, yeah. who's Sally Jupiter's daughter. Lori yeah, yeah. Blake. So she, uh, Silk Spectre too. Um, mm-hmm. My God, was she good. Yeah. In this, all like on the phone with yeah. Dr. Manhattan, leave a message with Dr. Manhattan and all that. Oh, so, so good. So goddamn good. And Regina King and Jeremy Irons and the whole thing like that was just. I mean, you forget like how stacked this show. Like, yeah. Um, Jer- Jeremy Irons is uh, Ozymandias. Which yeah, is fucking amazing. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. No, I loved it. That was uh, that was a great one. I loved it. All right, <laughs> coming in at uh, number forty-two. This show began in two thousand and seven and is still running on the Food Network. It says here thirty-six seasons. And 419 episodes and counting. Yep. Number 42 on our list is Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Guy Fieri's program. 36 seasons in 15 years. I mean, you're clearly ripping at least two seasons a year. That's wild. (laughs) Yeah. Like, does Food Network have nothing better to do? And this is kind of one of those things where, like, I never know with these people... In, yeah. Like injecting themselves, inserting themselves into our podcast. Yeah. This, what exactly they're going to do. Yeah. Um, and this was a surprise to me that this somehow beat Watchmen is abhorrent to me. I The, the fact that this is even on the list, I think is fucking stupid. Like I don't really, I'm not a big, uh, I've heard Guy Fieri is actually a really, really nice guy, but like, I'm, I'm heard he's a really nice guy yeah, too, but, but like, I don't watching, I don't really uh, give a hot shit about it either. I, watching a like a fat guy in a bowling <laughs> shirt eat food yeah. is the not same something thing. that I find entertaining. Have you ever seen him say, oh, that wasn't very good? No, yeah. everything he eats is the greatest thing ever. And like it's I get it. You're going in there and be like, oh, you need to, bam, and you're back there just messing around in the kitchen. You're slopping over these these big old hamburgers. I'm like, I don't know, man. And, and like you're, you're putting Doritos, like crusting chicken with Doritos. Like, <sighs> okay. Like you're just, you kind of, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to get into name calling here, but it's not for me. On the one hand, I am fine with a wide variety of shows making the list. Cause again, we are talking about TV. There's a, there's a audience and a market for this, but I don't know, man, even when it comes to food shows, I wouldn't have this, you know, what fucking food show is great. Was the old, uh, iron chef. The they'd old iron the, chef was really good. They'd like be the, in the stadium the, and they'd like, they'd yeah. like, fucking get in there and like you're just going crazy and you're like i like that one. Oh yeah i like that one too i like chopped more than yeah. this you ever watch chopped uh yeah i've seen chopped 
with the mystery baskets. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, this is like kind of whatever. Yeah, anyway. All right, let's move on from this. Then. I don't want to talk about this goddamn no. show anymore. As much as I want to talk about the next one, number 41, we got Ozark. Oh, okay. The Netflix original Ozark, four seasons, 44 episodes, 2017, recently finished in 2022. I mean, this is a show, too. Like you said, I mean, episode, I mean, season one, awesome. Season two, what the fuck was that? <laughs> uh, three was decent, four was decent. I mean, this is a show that, like, ugh, I feel like people believe that this show is better than it is. I agree. We're, we're the wrong people to talk about it. I like it. I like. I think I like it more than you when we've talked about it on the podcast before. But the comparisons to Breaking Bad, which are nobody's fault. It's not. It's not Jason Bateman's fault. It's not right. uh, you know Breaking Bad's fault. But it's stupid. And then you get the few people that are on there. I got in an argument with uh, Andrew Raycroft, actually former great Bruin mm-hmm. goaltender. He he thinks Ozark is better than Breaking Bad, and I'm just like, dude, I, I don't even know what the fuck to say. And there's always that you, there is subjectivity on TV shows, but there's also like objective wrong. <laughs> like you can have your opinion yeah. and still be wrong. Like, nah, and that is one of them. You're wrong. That is about not that. a better show. You are wrong on so many levels. No. And Ozark too is a perfect show and God bless them for having the format. Like, I don't care how you watch a show, but if you had to w- wait a week to watch each episode of Ozark, you'd probably think it kind of stinks. Like, I think it really is so aided by the binge. I don't know if anybody listening has ever watched one episode of Ozark, taken a week off, and gone back and watched another one. You probably yeah. watched the whole season in a weekend, like I did. Right. Which, on the one hand, you're like, oh, it's a good show. It's like, or I'm just fucking sitting here. You know what other show I watched in a whole weekend? Uh, you. Y-O-U, yeah. the show on Netflix. That yep. show stinks, but I watched the whole thing in a weekend. I'm like, do I like this? Do I love this? I'm like, no, it's just on. And it's like the way every episode ends with like a little bit of a cliffhanger. And then you're like, fuck, I got to see what happens. And then you just keep going. And this is this is one of the rare shows where like I'm pissed that certain characters didn't die. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I feel like the show is obviously anchored by Jason Bateman and Julia Garner, who played Ruth. Ruth who, Langmore. You know, she, she She was great, but... Yeah. Everyone else, I would not have cared if they just got wiped <laughs> off the face of the fictional earth. Josh in the chat says he just watched one episode, then took off, period. He didn't he didn't go back to it. And yeah. neither did Nick Christopher in the chat. Also was like, forget the show. I that happens. See, I think it's it's like borderline top fifty. I gotta double check my list. I really uh, you know what? Let me really pull that up right now. I don't think I voted for it. But then again, let's see, did I? Ba, 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 ba. No, I don't think I did. But Actually, I'm thinking. No, you about know what? Like, it's not even in my yeah. top sixty-five. I'm looking at this now. Once you we do it. our whole, once the list comes out and everything, I'm gonna, uh, you know, tweet out everybody's number one vote, and then I'm also gonna do like make a graphic or something and do my top fifty. But yeah, no, I didn't have Ozark in my top sixty-five. Um, both Laura Linney and Sophia Hublitz, who played Charlotte and Wendy Bird, respectively, or Wendy and Charlotte Bird, respectively. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you like could have. You talk about people want to talk about Skylar White being annoying. Holy shit! Yeah, those two. Yeah, like, there you. Awful. So to this point, Ryan, we have done fifty. Oh, sorry. Of our fifty, we've done we've done ten shows. Is this a good list, a bad list, or a okay list? It's okay yeah. so far. It's okay. I mean, you have things in there like it's kind of rough. The Last of Us, Watchmen, Dave, Boardwalk Empire. I mean, these are all good shows, right? No. Um. I think number 40 will help bring this around. Okay. Number 40 on our list is 
from 1982 to 1993. It ran for 11 seasons on NBC. 275 episodes back when a sitcom was a sitcom. Talking about Cheers. Just to this, I watched Cheers recently. We, my, my wife and I were sitting in bed and we're like, oh, we're going to put on, we put on Cheers. It's a delight. It's a, it's a lovely show. It's yep. funny. Yep. Um, a great cast of characters. And again, it, it takes place in like just in a bar in Boston, which you can go visit. Just a Boston bar. And I think it's, yeah. uh, I don't know how many shows, I'm trying to think how many shows I watched prior to this. So this, this statement may not hold up, but I feel like it's one of the first shows that was able to highlight like 12 different people making jokes. It's not yeah. just like the two like leads and like the one supporting. It was like, it's Ted Danson's show, but then you got like Woody and then you got whatever Ted Danson's kind of love interest is at the time. You got Norm Frazier. You got the whole, the whole crew going on there. So I don't know. They do a, a hell of a job. It is. It's a classic 30 minute sitcom. And uh, yeah, I think it deserves to be on the list. And probably one of the best theme songs too. And right. The reason why one of my bucket list goals is to be like a regular at a bar. Yeah. Like be able to walk into a bar and be like, everyone say hello to me. And like, I don't even have to order a drink. Like I would love to have a place where I can go and I don't even have to order anything. They just put it in front of me. Yeah, Here it is. Yeah. Here it is. Like mm-hmm. you're regular, you know? So, um, wow. yeah. And a great theme song too. It was. Sure was. Mm-hmm. Very good. Oh, was it my th- turn? Yeah. Again, a show that, just wrapped up 2018 to 2023 would have been higher. I assume this is higher on both of our lists, but we have some, you know, dumb misinformed dumbs. people in our, in our, in our orbit. Uh, number dumbs. 39 HBO's Barry. Yeah. Which is probably like 32 episodes is, is a good clip. I mean, this show, as far as dark humor goes, um, this is an, again, an absolute masterclass in writing and yeah. acting in terms of like what dark humor is supposed to look like. Yeah. Um, every character on the show got their moment to shine a right. little bit. Right. Um, and it's just a, an awesome show. I, I think with a little bit more time and space, this might be something that climbs a little higher. Yeah. I, there's a chance I, this one, I think because the last season wasn't the strongest season and because it just ended like i might have had it ranked a little bit lower and then like you said maybe over time soften a little bit on it i thought the finale finale like itself was good enough and i thought that there was like a solid thing they did some weird stuff in the last season that i don't think really worked like it was it was worth a shot um for people that haven't caught up and watched it yet i won't say what it is but basically there was like a major kind of turning point in the series and you're like I could see what they were trying to do, but I just didn't feel like it really worked. But for me, you have to respect that, like, we're going to go out on our terms and we're going to take some shots here. Yeah. Oh, they did. No pun intended, but they, like, we're going to take some shots and like try to do something kind of funky. Yeah. Um, and for the most part, it worked. Yeah. I think. Yeah. 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 There's, I like a couple of weird things with like the characters. Cause that's the other thing. Like, at the core of Barry, Barry would be like super serious, super serious. And then they would have like this crazy, like, action scene, like, like a cartoon. Right, like that, they would do like this, like this ridiculous, like uh, violence that would be like mixed oh. into like this comedy. I think it was in the third season, the end of the third season, when um, they did like that car chase. Which one was that? I forget, but there was like Barry was like shooting at cars, like the cars were like shooting at him, and then there like, was like an accident. Oh yeah, yeah, so yeah. The car like yeah. flipped yeah. over. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I. There are like laugh out loud episodes. Oh, there's Again, some amazing I can't, stuff. I, the Taekwondo yeah. master and Barry. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, I think, the first episode Bill Hader directed, and then he directed like almost all of them after that, I think. Oh, my God. I still watch yeah. that show every now and uh, that episode every now and again and just laugh my fucking ass off. It's yeah, so crazy. funny. It was crazy. All right, coming in at number 38 on our list, uh, another show that is ongoing right now. Started in 2022. It's on Hulu. Two seasons so far, 18 total episodes, and that is The Bear. Uh, we just did a standalone on this uh, season two recently, so you can get all of our thoughts on that if you want to dive into it. But this is a great, great show. And this is another one where different than Barry, but similar to Barry, like the acting is off the charts. The story and like the, uh, the characters that they have built are so strong and it's both technically a comedy. Like that's how the, the golden globes or the Emmys view it, which is like, I guess like, cause it seems like it's a little bit more, uh, drama in there, but man, I've really enjoyed where these first two seasons have gone and they've had two of the signature, memorable TV episodes of the last 10 years. I mean, in season yep. one, they had the one shot. It was like 20 minutes. It was just a one shot in and out of the kitchen, ping ponging around. And then the Christmas dinner episode this past season are two of the ones oh, that jumped so to good. mind. Yeah. And again, like you, I've asked people, both of our wives have worked in the food service right. industry um, for a significant amount of time. And anyone I ask about the one shot, yeah, a lot of them <laughs> say the same thing that like, I can't watch it. No, no. There's like, it's so real that yeah. they can't look at it. Oh, like, yeah. Things like that happen. I don't even know um, if my wife made it that far. Like she was just like stressed out from the other parts of it. She's like, I don't know if I can watch this, but I've like convinced her to go back and start at the beginning of the show and watch it. Season two is like, a little bit different, but uh, I don't know. I think it's definitely whether you're like the, the food shit or not. Like there's enough of that, but then there's also plenty of other stuff. But you got to think like everyone in this show too, this is like star making material for five or six people like in this show oh, like, yeah jeremy allen white is going to be yeah like the most sought after he's going to be like the it kid in hollywood I, he's a kid he's he's a little older but like yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what i'm saying but wasn't there a uh i don't know if this is just a rumor or if this is actual like report but i guess after season one came out he got like 15 scripts all from a24 movies <laughs> I'm like, sure he did. like this gotta be perfect for our fucking weirdo horror movie You're like yeah he probably yeah. would be he was in, wasn't he in um, Dave Franco's horror movie? He Dave Franco directed a horror movie uh, with Allison Brie, and I'm pretty sure this dude was in it too. This was probably after Shameless, but before The Bear. I'm trying to think what the fucking name of it was, but it was surprising. See, like it was actually The Rental, maybe is that is that a movie? Dave uh, Franco direct. That's what I just put. It doesn't say. Dave Franklin, director. He's Somebody I used to know. Five, in the seven, rental. Just he, so he's guy. directed two movies. Yeah, the rental. Jeremy Allen White was in the rental. Yeah. yeah. So the, so he was good in that, but it was like kind of a minor thing. That that was, I think I this might have been a pick of the pot a while ago. Because Dan Stevens, who's a great actor, he was in it too. That was a creepy little jaunt. I don't think it made was any it money. Yeah, I kind of liked it. It was like, huh. I think on Netflix. All right. Check out the rental. All right, let's check that out. So number 37, the Bears, incredible. Yep. Put a ball on yep. that. The Bears, yep. incredible. It should be higher. It yep. will be higher eventually. Yep. Um, number 37, a show that was so goddamn good when it first came out and has kind of lost its way a little bit uh, in some reason for no fault of their own. And mm -hmm. that is our Cartoon Network's Rick and Morty 
six seasons, 61 episodes. I mean, this is like, talk about a show that can't get out of its own way. I mean, yeah. it started out, it was like a an adult cartoon for like thinking people. Like it wasn't just like gross out. There was gross out humor, but it was legitimately funny. Really kind of smart in yeah. a way. Yeah, yeah. And then fucking Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland just like shot themselves in the foot. Yeah. You know, like, wasn't the whole thing like they stopped making episodes because like Dan Harmon was being a fucking pain in the ass. Something like that. And then that. Justin Roiland well, was a scumbag. He but then hired really good lawyers to say that he wasn't really a scumbag. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with the show, but the first three seasons, some of the shit is some of the funniest stuff. Like it's it, it's so good. It's so good. Like I love it. And I love the premise that they were like, this is a show about like Do it was supposed to be called Doc and Marty. Yeah. yeah they yeah. couldn't do that. So they had to re recall it Rick and Morty. So good though. I like it's I don't know. I, I think I've all caught up. I think I've seen it all. And you're right, the last season there was sort of some hits and misses in there. It's an insane crew of uh guest uh voiceover people too. But just mm -hmm. Just the Rick and Morty adventures, like when they go on adventures, is like, I love it. And I'm all again, in. like interdimensional cable is like one of the yep. best things I've I've seen on TV. But it's again, my eyes, like Johnson, it's my <laughs> eyes. Are they gonna Steely? Steely, six rapples, <laughs> bag of bobbish. Um, I don't know what they're gonna do now with the show. Yeah, uh, I think they're still making it. <laughs> all right. Oh yeah, don't no, didn't they? Maybe hire, they can do it. Didn't they hire somebody to do the voices and everything? Or maybe they can just do it with AI at this point. That's true. Just take old ones and just be like, just take Royland's voice and just give them royalties and just yeah, true. Yeah. All right, coming in at number thirty-six on our list is another one and done series or, or season. That would be Mayor of East Town, twenty twenty-one. Murder, 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 murder. Amazing. <laughs> this, this, this was riveting. I like a whodunit. I like even a simple whodunit. But this was a great whodunit. And there was like sure just was. just enough kind of twists and turns there. It wasn't it really wasn't predictable even though I feel like we were predicting like 100 different people that it could be. And Kate Winslet, I think Kate Winslet made this show because early on in the process, I think the the showrunner or whatever was like, you know, we don't really need to do the accents. Like it's kind of a hard accent. She's like, "No, we're fucking doing the accent." And it's like we have to do it. And then everyone did it. Everyone did it, and everyone uh, everyone crushed it. It was it was uh, pretty good. It's Ryan. It's Ryan. It's my Ryan. My Ryan. It was. It was your Ryan. He fucking. It certainly was. He started was. this whole Spoiler goddamn alert. thing. But um. But again, like Evan Peters was really good in mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. Um. I don't know how to, the mayor's daughter. Yeah. Her daughter. Her yeah. actual daughter. Her, um. Her, her she was. Um, I forget who she, but you've seen her before. And it's, then Julianne Nicholson, who played yeah. the voice you just heard. Ryan. I mean, all unbelievable. She like, so good. Yeah, just who seven episodes. Ryan? Yeah, who was? Who was that son of a gun? I'm trying to think. I can't find him on the cast list. But this was good. We did a not only did we do a standalone episode on this. I think we did a like pre, uh, like a pregame show for the finale, like trying to guess who it was. Like this is this was riveting stuff. We did. Yeah. This is good shit. That was a really good program. Uh, Guy Pierce. I forgot Guy Pierce was even in the show. Guy Pierce kicked ass. You forget how good this show and is. And you're like, oh, someone's got to be up with him because he's fucking Guy Pierce. Yeah. Nope. Just a good dude. Just a good dude. Just a fucking good dude. There's some good dudes out there. <laughs> All right. Number 35. Yeah. Um, speaking of good dudes. Yeah. Weird pick. 
43 seasons, 60,000 plus episodes okay. running from 1979 to present. Sports Center. Huh. I would say Sports Center's best days are behind them. Uh, and then some. Yeah. Um, but this is something that I, you talk about best shows, win, lose, or draw. I watch this show every single day. You do? I do. Now? I get up in the morning. Oh my goodness. And when I'm doing the, when I'm doing the girl's hair and like getting them ready for whatever, like I watched, I just put on sports center. Passive. Really? Yeah. I honestly, th I think this is very similar to the Simpsons for me. At one point, I never missed it. I watched the Simpsons all the time. I watched sports center all the time. I'd watch it even when it was like the rerun. I'm like, I already seen this. I could like tell you what the highlight was coming. I watched yeah. sports center all the time. And for the last, I don't know how many years I haven't watched either. I couldn't name a single sports center anchor outside of, I, I think Hannah storm does it. I couldn't name, like, I just, I don't know. Like, I'm sure it's on. Like I'm like when you go to like bars and stuff, it's on, or like sometimes at work, we probably have it on, but like, I don't sit now and actually watch sports center, but there was a time when it was, uh, you know, Keith Olbermann and Dan Patrick and Stuart Scott and rich Eisen, the right at the like Craig Kilborn right at the end. Like those. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I watched a lot of sports center. Then I don't mind this pick though. Uh, Wes had it. Number one on his list. Shark had it pretty high. Fitzy had it pretty high. So that's what, that's what got it all the way up to 35. I would say too, and this is not me again, secretly wishing to be Canadian, but have you ever watched TSN and like Jay on Ray? Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, that's a far superior product. Well, maybe now, not so then. Important. It is now, not then. I mean, if you like Kilborn, um, Olbermann, yeah, Stuart Scott. I mean, that Rich Chris Eisen, Berman even Dan Rich Patrick Eisen, was I mean, good to me. That was the peak of this, and that we were right at the right age, getting Cliff Notes to all these sports this before internet. So, like, yeah. you're watching all this stuff because you all the sports you couldn't watch. Well, and right? it timed up with like when it was also really, really good was during the McGuire Sosa chase. I mean, so you watch oh, baseball yeah. tonight, then you'd watch Sports Center. And those guys were all like celebrities. Now it's just like, all due respect, I'm sure it's still like a good job. You know, take it from a night radio guy. But I'm just saying, like, you don't really know you're not you're not as like in touch with those guys or and gals as you were then. No. And like to me, like you need better personalities. Like you actually need I, I, like I'm tired of, you know, old idiots just like arguing about shit like yeah. i don't need to see skip i know skip bayless isn't on espn anymore but like no. i don't need to see stuff like that yeah but i think the problem with sports center too now is just that uh if mookie Betts hits a home run with the dodgers i just saw it yeah. on my phone right now i don't right. need to wait an hour for them to be like and then mookie Betts digs in guess what he did i'm like yeah he homered i saw it. we all saw it <laughs> um but like, what do they do i mean I, I there's no way to stay ahead of it like no, unless yeah. they start just like going right into tiktok yeah, and I think you they've know, tried doing that. Yeah, I don't. I honestly don't know what you do. And like, on the one hand, I'm uh, like, I guess you should probably still keep it on. And I know they like they'll mix in like interviews and stuff, probably like so it's not just highlights that people have already seen. But it's a tricky, tricky little thing. All right, so there's number thirty-five, number thirty-four on this list. I wish was a lot higher, but I'm ha I'm really glad that it at least made the list. That would be a uh, Netflix show that ran for three seasons, thirty-nine total episodes little show called daredevil charlie cox is is daredevil like this guy crushed it all three seasons of this show are really good which separated from some of the other netflix shows that we've talked about or not talked about like a jessica jones if you will 
Jessica Jones is a great example of amazing first season, horrible second season, above average third season, which one day. Maybe we'll talk about that someday. One day we will. But holy mm-hmm. shit, Daredevil just hits you like a ton of bricks. The violence, the action, uh, the characters, all of it's so good. Dark first season. Then you introduce the Punisher. You get Kingpin so good. Elektra, uh, uh, Bullseye. Like, it's, I fucking love it. This was a show I actually joined a, uh, or I signed up for one of those um change.orgs to try to bring the show back after it got canceled after three seasons. Like I love daredevil and I know we're getting a version of it with Disney plus, but there's no chance it's going to be as good, but at least we know that these three seasons existed. They're out there. So, you know, they're out there on Netflix. You can watch them. And so uh, or no, no, not Netflix. they're on, uh, they're on Disney plus now, right? Yeah. Yeah. The old boy, old boy style one shot in daredevil. When you see him like fighting in the hallway, yeah, might be the greatest scene in marvel cinematic history yeah yeah that was badass dude this show was was badass karen page crushed it so good yep i like it all right so at number 33 because we had to keep moving here because we know we're we're burning daylight here um 30 rock seven seasons 139 episodes on um nbc i was not a religious watcher of 30 rock but every time i watched it i liked it yeah, same. I don't think I watched all 139, but I bet I watched like 80 of them. Like, I think I've seen a lot of 30 Rock. The premise is good. Alec Baldwin was always funny in those episodes. Tracy Morgan's funny in everything that he does. Tina Fey, good cameo spots too. Like a whole bunch, like Will Forte has a good run on there. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, no, it's a good premise. It's like a really, really funny show. Didn't make my top 50, but like I have zero problem with it being on the list. No. Like I said, I, I never wasn't a religious watcher, but everything I watched of it, I liked. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought Tina Fey, Tina Fey is a genius. Um, yeah. And to put Tracy Morgan in a show and just let him be Tracy Morgan. Smart. Again, a genius Smart. move. All right, coming in number 32 on our list, a show that ran from 1993 to 2002, and then it came back, a little, uh, little reboot, just like uh, Twin Peaks, ran on Fox for 11 seasons, 218 episodes, The X-Files, which... Believe it or not, as much as I am into aliens and all kinds of shit, didn't really watch X-Files. I just didn't. I don't know why. Maybe the time that it was on. So when it first came on, I was nine years old. And not that I wasn't allowed to watch it or anything, but I just didn't. I just didn't watch it. And then next thing you know, it's like still on. It's still on. It's still on. I'm like, well, I'm not going to jump in now. So maybe I'll go back at some point because it does. It seems up my alley, but like I haven't really watched much. This was like my show for a while. Okay. And then, um, again, some other things kind of got in the way, you know, if it was like attitude era WWE, right. but, it, but it was, I remember it was on against something else that you're just like, I wound up watching that a lot more. I was going to say, was um, it on what night of the week was it on? Or I'm sure Sunday moved. night heat. I was going to say, if I got heat on, you know, watching heat, <laughs> no <I'm> watching heat. <laughs> um, but I mean, this is, this is a really good show. Um, and something that again, I, I, it was like, I like, I really liked fringe. Okay. Uh, that show didn't make the list, but no. this was a just a better version of Fringe. Or yeah. Fringe was a worse version of X-Files. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. I so Twin Peaks and X-Files are two shows that I need to put into like my queue and get ready for the long haul and probably just tr- start chipping away episodes. Uh and no surprise, again, my sister-in-law Nicole who loved Twin Peaks also had X-Files high on her list too. A bunch of people had mm-hmm. X-Files, but she had it high as well. 
Uh, coming in, oh no, you got 31. Yeah, so I got number 31, we got True Detective. So three seasons on HBO, 2014 to present. There is a fourth, I guess there is a fourth season coming with Harrelson and McConaughey back. Again, that's 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 Are what they? that's what they're saying. That's what they're saying. I thought it was Jodie Foster. Is it Jodie? I think uh. she's in it too, but I thought McConaughey and... No way. Those guys that's are I, back. That's what they're saying. That'd be pretty amazing. Um, but to me, here's one unbelievable first season. Yeah. Eh. Second season. Good third season. Yeah, I think even the eh might be uh, kind. The second season was trash. Well... Um, anytime there's a show that talks about Rachel McAdams taking it in the took us, <laughs> that's on. all right by me. Come on. Uh, and I like, you know me, I'm a big, make that up. I'm a big Vince Vaughn fan, but good Lord, that second season stunk. I thought Colin Farrell was good in it though. He was pretty good. He was pretty good. Yeah. Third season. Better than you th- it's better than you remember. It wasn't as good as the first by any stretch, but it's not that bad. And that was probably, that was probably part of the problem was season one was one of the most talked about most, uh, incredible seasons and just the acting chops of Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey. It kind of blew everybody away. Cause I don't even think it was the greatest ending in the world. Like it was the, it was everything leading up to it. It wasn't like this. Yeah. It wasn't like an, a Shyamalan twist or anything. It was like, okay, that was a pretty good. It was a great season. And then season two and you get these big name actors for it. And you're like, okay, that just, that was pretty bad. Taylor Kitsch. That's our guy, but wasn't good. Third season, people kind of sleep on it. Maybe they didn't watch it, but Mahershala Ali and uh, Stephen Dorff uh, had a really good, that was a really good season. So so my favorite, I got to share this, my favorite story about True Detective is Alexandra Daddario, who was the the femme fatale in yeah. season one. Yes. Um, she met President Barack Obama, and he told her, that it was his favorite show and she was very confident. She's like, Oh my God, thank you so much. And then as soon as he walked away, it dawned on her that the president of the United States has seen me fully nude. Correct. There's also this <laughs> and boy. Did we, did you got, did you watch Fleabag? Um, no. So I there's a C there's a scene where uh, Phoebe Waller bridge is in her bed and on her laptop she is pleasuring herself looking at a photo sure. of obama mm-hmm. and w- like one year for some reason obama said like what his favorite tv shows were and like one of the five was fleabag and you know he knew exactly what he was doing <laughs> when he did it that's amazing perhaps all right coming to number 30 on our list it's uh, another uh, animated show from 1992 to 1997 ran on fox for five seasons 76 episodes we're talking x-men the animated series you had mentioned the uh cheers theme song earlier well the theme song to this just puts it right in the happy place uh oh, so good. as soon as you hear it yeah. as soon as you hear it i like i like turn if to see where that sound is coming from because yeah. oh, it's so good i just and i I loved that lineup because there's so many variations or versions of the X-Men, whether you're reading comics or playing video games or watching all these different movies. But watching this show growing up as a kid, like that's the group that I wanted. So like when the movies came out and like Rogue was like a young girl, like trying to learn her powers and she wasn't the fucking version from the cartoon. I was like, oh, like I kind of. I want Rogue and Gambit to be like that. And I want Wolverine to be yeah. like that. And I want Cyclops to be like that. And I want Storm to be like that. And I think this has got to be the prototype of like Wolverine is at his best when he's kind of mentoring a younger mm-hmm. 
ex person. Mm -hmm. So he, I remember in this show, for some reason, I remember like him and Jubilee were like, yeah, side by side. Mm -hmm. Um, and he's playing that kind of like fatherly role, which you then saw in Logan, which is is awesome. But, um, this is a staple of my after school childhood. Would you say that, uh, I'm the juggernaut bitch was one of the first viral videos that was one of the very first, I, I, that's definitely one of the first ones I saw. Yeah. Um, I think it's like Grape Stomping Lady, <laughs> which to this day, I, I, you know me well enough now. We've been doing this podcast long enough. Anytime someone gets the wind knocked out of them, kind of, I think that's the funniest thing funny. in the world. It's funny. Um, just the, <laughs> I, I love that noise. Yeah. But, um, the, I'm the juggernaut bitch. I, I think high school. Come on, Charles. School, college, Come on, Charles. <laughs> Come on, Charles. <laughs> I remember you and I watching this and just like over and over again. You might think I forgot. Juggernaut bitch. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, my helmet. My helmet. Come on, Charles. <laughs> oh, it's great. So fucking good. All right. So speaking of so fucking good, AMC, seven seasons, 92 episodes, 2007 to 2015. Mad Men. Number 29 on our list. Just a good show. Man, it's a good show. I didn't love it as much. Uh, I said good. I didn't say great. I didn't good listen. Show. Enough people voted for it. I'm not telling anybody how to vote. I didn't have it in my top 50. It is in most like TV critics, like top four, top five. Like you see like Rolling Stone or whoever does their list. It's always super high. Don Draper is one of the more memorable characters of the last mm-hmm. 30 years. Gatsby-esque. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Character. Right. Yep. January Jones um, was good. January Jones, by the way, absolutely exposed in this show. There's so much good acting in this show, yeah. and she is not one of them. Yeah. Um, you could name Elizabeth Moss, Christina Hendricks, John Hamm, um, the guy with the white hair. I forget his name. Oh, yeah. The, who? Uh, Schneider, played, John Schneider. Yeah, he was uh, Tony Stark's dad. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Um, like everyone in the show is so good, and it, it shows you how bad of an actress January Jones actually yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. She can't move her face. I don't know. She's just expressionless. She looks like a Stepford wife. She's quite attractive, though. She certainly is. Yeah, certainly is. So, um, that was me. That's to you. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Not much more to say on that. All right. Let's go to number twenty-eight on our list. That is a show that started in nineteen ninety-nine. It's still on the air on Fox. Twenty-one seasons, four hundred and nine episodes and counting. That's wild. Yeah, I definitely enjoyed the first hundred. Uh, Twenty eight on our list is Family Guy. I mean, this was one of the first. This and Chappelle Show, I think, were the very first like box sets of DVDs that I bought. Yeah, um, I remember for one in seasons one and two was in one box set, then season three, and I had all and I would watch them yeah. constantly. Yeah, um, this was a show that kind of like like South Park in a way went there. Yeah. You know, um, but then once South Park kind of cracked the egg on this, I think to me, I think South Park ruined the show. Maybe because they came out with that episode where it was just dolphins pushing balls, manatees, the, all the cutaways, the, manatees, and they just like <laughs> all the cutaways and stuff. Once you find once, saw that, yeah, once you realize that there were no jokes within the plot, like all the jokes were like, oh, that reminds me of, and then like it takes you somewhere, yeah. and like, that's where the joke is. And I remember I said this before, too. I think someone did an uh, an episode, like, dissected an episode, and it was, like, eight minutes of actual plot. (laughs) The rest of it was all, like, cutaways and shit. Yeah. I mean, I definitely liked it, but I didn't keep up with it. I don't know if it's gotten worse. I assume that it has, but, like, it's amazing that 
uh, Family Guy, Simpsons, South Park. They're all still on the air. They all have like a little rivalry with each other or whatever. But uh, no, there was definitely a time where like Family Guy was just piss your pants funny. And it still is like when people play, even on the radio, when people play like Peter Griffin drops, like it's just, it's funny to me. Like, they're I, like, uh oh. <laughs> like that. That's, I mean, oh. there are funny things about it. And yeah. like I said, it just, it seems like it's gotten lazy uh-huh. a little bit. You know, and there's no like it's the same. The problem with animation is like it's the same characters. They don't age, so it's like the same characters yeah. like all the whole time. Yeah, but, no, this is this seems a little high, but again, this, yeah. is, this is the group. This is a group we're working with here. If you asked like 20 year old me, yeah, this would be in the top 10. <laughs> yeah, this would be the best show of all time. Yeah. Uh, all right, next one. Oh, number 27. So again, a show that when it's good, it's one of the best shows on TV, and then it, there are other times where it's just okay. 2016 to 2022 just wrapped up four seasons 41 episodes atlanta yeah when it's good it's the best show on tv yeah 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 when it's in the rest of the time it's fine yeah they did the last couple seasons you know they would do episodes where it wasn't the group and it was Mm -hmm. like pretty hit or miss more miss in my mind but when it was, you know, paperboy and urn and you know uh Zazie Beats, like great, awesome. Mm Like funny, but like really smart and just like a like a good, well done show. But yeah, I I don't know. There uh was a few misses in there too. But it was also you this this show's a victim of its own success because like everyone on that show is so good and they've moved yeah. on. So it's like like Keith Stanfield and yeah, um, Donald Glover and like you said, Zazzy Beats and um who plays Paperboy? Uh he was in the Eternals uh That's what I'm saying. Like he's he's incredible. Um yeah, what the hell is his name? I was son of a bitch. Who's gonna get it quicker? Brian Tyree. Brian Henry. Tyree Henry got yep. there just as quick, maybe even a little bit before you did. Yeah. Uh yeah. No, it's a good show. It was in my it was in my top fifty for sure. But it was in mine. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Last but not least for the first half of our top fifty, a show I had significantly higher. But then again, this is the group that we are dealing with. Just happy that it's on here. Uh, so number 26, a show that ran from 2014 to 2017 on HBO, three seasons, a total of 28 episodes, talking about The Leftovers. And this show is on my list because of you. Yes. Because I wa- I haven't watched all of it yet, but I watched the very first season. Oh, good. And man. It's intense. This shit's good. And I'm I'm dying to know. Yeah. Like, I'm sure you are with Lost right now. I'm dying to know. Yes. Is it, there's got to be resolution. You figure it out, right? You got you'll, you'll, there answers? You'll get there, dude. You got... Okay. So, you saw the first season. So, what do you got? You got, like, 18 episodes left or whatever, right? Yeah. You're, yeah, dude. It's... But I, I got to finish Secret Invasion. And I've already started watching yeah. The Wire. So, like, I got to finish True. that, too. You know what's going on. So, this show... Yeah was based off of a book for the first two seasons. And then the third season, they kind of went rogue because there was no more book. But they, but like, didn't miss a beat, in my mind. And Justin Thoreau's character of uh, Kevin mm-hmm. is great. And he would, to be considered to me, like, one of the great TV characters, if it wasn't for Carrie Coon's Nora Durst, who is... A friend of the podcast. Friend of the, friend of the show... Yeah, I would say top five TV character ever. I I I can't think of anybody that was on the list uh, of shows that we just did that she that would be better than her. And even on the shows that were ranked higher, there's not many that are that are better than her. She is uh, wildly compelling. Where she goes to the conference and gets the wrong name tag. Yeah, was she was incredible. Yeah, in that. Yeah, 
Oh yeah, yeah. just strap in. Just strap in. You got you got more to go. So there is our list. We will tweet it out uh, and everything else. And uh, sometime next month, we will let you know when we're doing our top 25. But, uh, yeah, so real quick, 50 through uh, 26. Freaks and Geeks, Dave, Boardwalk Empire, Veep, The Golden Girls. At 45, Twin Peaks, The Last of Us, Watchmen, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives, Ozark. At 40, Cheers, Barry, The Bear, Rick and Morty, Mayor of Easttown. At 35, Sports Center. Daredevil, 30 Rock, The X-Files, True Detective. At 30, X-Men, The Animated Series, Mad Men, Family Guy, Atlanta, and The Leftovers. It's a good list. It's not bad. Came, right, came back in the end. Yeah, the top 25 actually I think came came together nicely. This this one is kind of hit or miss. Yeah. It's, it's kind of... It's, anyway. it's okay. It's like, ah, you know what? That show's okay. Let's put that on the list. Yeah. I, I would not have put Guy... Guy Fieri would not get a... No. Within... 100 yards of my top no, 50 list. No, I'll put my I'll put, I'll release my top 50 at some point so people can uh tell me how they feel about that. Uh all right, let's forego the pick of the pod this week. We already uh passed our allotted time. No, it's not true. Slam ball. Slam ball. You love slam ball. <sighs> like what a great idea. I just want to see people get killed. I just want to see human car crashes yeah. and that's what slam ball mm-hmm. is for me. And then next week we will do secret invasion. So I got to catch up on that, but we'll do secret invasion. Yeah. Next week, you can uh, rate, review, subscribe to the podcast on uh, Apple Podcasts. Just uh, hashtag dork, at dork podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And you can email us anytime at dorkpodcast at gmail.com. That'll do it for us. Thanks for listening. Top 25 sometime next month. And Ryan, just promise me a million times you'll never do another rule. I don't, I don't think I can. I, can, I can't promise you that.